Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Dallas Johnson. Hey, it is 9 o'clock here Central Time, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Mountain, and 7 o'clock Pacific. So we are going to start our weekly Friday live stream. So thank you very much for being here. I really appreciate that. Uh, my name is Dallas Johnson with here with the Dealer Training Channel. And we are going to be giving these live courses uh, every every single Friday. So I certainly am glad to have you along here. There, were, I think we're on screen here now. Hey, I'm using a, a new program called StreamYard. So please let me know what you think about this program. Uh, this is the very first time I've used it. And uh, I know a lot of other live streamers are doing this uh, with StreamYard. So please leave your comments uh, down below. If you're watching this on the replay, I sure would like to know if you uh, think this looks okay, just please let me know. But uh, I sure appreciate you being here today. And my name is Dallas Johnson with the Dealer Training Channel. We are giving these live streams every Friday morning now. So hopefully you'll be able to tune in every Friday morning at 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, uh, 8 o'clock Mountain, and 7 o'clock Pacific. So uh, we're going to have different subjects uh, every day. This Today we're going to talk about aftermarket products and how to increase your profits with your dealer's license. So uh, what we're going to talk about today, you know, the, the majority of your profit in this industry is always going to be the markup of the vehicle. And, you know, whether you have a dealer's license or you're thinking about getting your dealer's license, the majority of your profits, the markup. So when you take your dealer's license, say, for example, and you go into that dealer auction and you're going to buy those vehicles as low as you possibly can, and then you're going to mark them up and sell them for as high as you can on your dealer lot. And that's going to be the majority of your profit. That's the markup. But however, there are a lot of other additional revenue streams that you can use when you have your dealer's license. And that's exactly what we are going to be talking about today. So uh, uh, first of all, uh, like I said, my name is Dallas Johnson. I am the lead instructor of the Automobile Dealer Training Association. And this is our channel, the Dealer Training Channel. Uh, so I'm going to be giving this little live stream for you today, whether you're watching this live or maybe you're watching this on the replay. Um, you know, one thing about having a dealer's license, I always want to let you know, you have absolutely no limit on your profits. There are no limit on your profits. And, uh, you know, I've often been asked as I've traveled to country giving dealer training classes, what's the limit on the markup? Is it Blue Book? Can we just market up to Blue Book? Can we just market up to NADA value? No, the limit on the markup is what your customer is willing to pay you for that vehicle. There is no limit on the markup. And, you know, on my lot, I've sold several vehicles well above Blue Book. I always price my vehicles well above Blue Book value. <clears throat> and be surprised how many times someone will come in and pay you your asking price. Or they might try and ask you to come down $100, you know. Uh, but uh, later on <clears throat> in some live streams that we give in a few weeks, I'm going to certainly go over some pricing strategies, but we're going to talk about aftermarket products today. But one thing I want you to be aware of, you, just, you have to follow all laws, rules, and guidelines. Now, all these products that I'm getting ready to talk to you about here, you'll definitely need to make sure that they are compliant with your state law. So we have, we have 50 different states with 50 different dealer regulatory bureaus and laws. So all these products that I'm getting ready to talk about here and all these strategies to increase your profits are definitely going to need to be uh, investigated by you to make sure that they are legal in your state. <clears throat> there are a couple of things here I'm going to talk about uh, that are not legal in certain states. I want you to be aware, very aware of that. So there are a couple of these strategies that are not legal in every single state. So, you know, maintaining 100% compliance with your business always allows you to achieve 100% profit. So I cannot stress the importance 
of whether you are currently a licensed dealer or maybe you're getting ready to get your dealer's license for the very first time, you've got to maintain 100% compliance because 100% compliance will ensure that you have this dealer's license for many, many years. There's an incredible profit potential to be had with this business, but you can't get that profits if you lose your license or have suspensions or or fines from your state. So uh, it is absolutely imperative with this incredible business that you follow every single rule, law, and guideline. Because uh, if you do not do that, your state regulatory agency for dealers will certainly revoke or suspend your license. And if you don't have a license, you're not going to make a penny. You know, so 100% profits always, 100% compliance always equals 100% profits. So that's something I really stress uh, everywhere I go when I train dealers. So. I do believe this is the world's greatest business. Uh, I've been in many businesses. I'm a serial entrepreneur, and I've I've ran so many businesses over the years. I've had I've had real estate. I've been in the real estate industry. I've had a real estate license. Uh, I've had an insurance license. I've been in public service. Uh, I was a firefighter. I was an elected official. I've done everything, you know. And to me, the the greatest business is a dealer's license. And I know I know folks that will get into the industry for seven or eight years, 10 years, and they think, well, I think there's another business I want to go out there and try. And they'll let their license expire. And they go into some other business and they always realize that this is the world's greatest business. And this business is kind of like a casino. You know, once you get your dealer's license, maybe if you left the industry, this will suck you back in just like a casino. So uh, get your dealer's license and keep it. You know, this is a, a great industry that you're getting into. So before we start, I always want to let you know, uh, I am an approved training provider for several states. So if you're getting your dealer's license for the first time in Texas, uh, you can go to texasdealers.com and take that training course. If you're getting your dealer's license for the first time in California, I'm an approved provider for the state of California. So you can go to californiadealer.com. I'm an approved provider for the state of Ohio. In fact, I had a great week this week. Uh, on Monday of this week, I gave an in-class training session to uh, entrepreneurs just like you in Cincinnati. And then I gave a class on Tuesday in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, actually uh, yesterday I gave a class in Cleveland. So uh, these were entrepreneurs just like you. And you know, when someone either takes our in-class training or, and it's the exact same training that you take online, whether you take a training class in class or online, it's all exactly the same. <clears throat> but most entrepreneurs that take our training have absolutely no idea. They're starting from scratch. They have absolutely no how to get, idea how to get a dealer's license. And that's my job. I take you through the entire startup process, fill out all the documentation with you, and then show you how to apply correctly and run your business as well. So that is definitely something I want you to be aware of. So uh, also, MissouriDealer.com. <clears throat> Missouri is a little bit different. If you want to get your Missouri license, you actually have to sit in a class. All the other training sessions can be taken online, which is what all dealers do. But Missouri is kind of old school. Missouri requires you take an in-class course. So if you're getting your license in Missouri, go to MissouriDealer.com. If you're renewing your license in the state of New Mexico, you can go to NewMexicoDealer.com. But with that being said, I want you to be the aware there. I think I just covered it up on the screen there. We have all of our training courses at Dealertraining.org. Dealertraining.org is our official website. So uh, you can definitely find a lot more information there at Dealertraining.org. I hope that it's helpful for you. And we are an approved provider. My job is to help you get your dealer's license and run this incredible new business. And you can't run this business unless you're following all the rules and guidelines. So there it is once again, dealertraining.org. And I really like uh, this this uh, this program we're using called StreamYard. You can see it right up there, uh, the logo. I'm actually still using the free version. I haven't even paid. So, uh, you know, you can really switch these around. I can give you the, 
the full headshot there or a side shot of the PowerPoint screen that we're getting ready to run and or just the PowerPoint screen there. So it's a pretty, pretty cool program. I'm pretty I'm pretty impressed with StreamYard. I think I'll definitely be using this again. So please let me know if you are watching the replay. Please let me know the comments below. Uh, you know, if you think this is a good program, I will certainly uh, keep on using that. So as a reminder, we're going to be giving these live streams every Friday morning. So I hope that we can certainly uh, see you every Friday. We're, and last week, we covered a startup process. This week, we're doing aftermarket strategies. And then next week, we're going to be doing pricing strategies. There's, uh, you know, there's a lot of psychology involved when you are pricing motor vehicles uh, on your dealer lot. Psychology is a very important tool in this industry. And we're going to talk about some proven pricing methods that I've learned uh, over the many, many years that I've not only operated my own dealership, but also traveled to the United States training dealers, operating the YouTube channel. Uh, and one of the best things that I've ever learned is by, as I learned so much from other dealers, you know, other dealers will they'll come into my course and say, well, this worked for me. Or somebody will uh, send me a message on, on YouTube, say, hey, try this strategy. So the, you know, 90, 99% of what I've learned has come from other dealers. So let's go talk about dealer aftermarket products. As I said earlier, first of all, normally the majority of your profits are going to come from that market with the vehicle. So you're going to use your dealer's license probably to get into the dealer auctions, or maybe you're just buying vehicles from individuals. And let's say you buy that vehicle at a dealer auction for $2,000 and you mark it up on the lot for, say, $49.95 or $4,995. And, you know, this is a very realistic markup, by the way. So, you know, when you get that price, then you have made a nearly $3,000 profit on that vehicle. Now, you're not going to make $3,000 on every vehicle. I've always marked my vehicles up substantially, but been willing to negotiate down substantially as well. But I always... You know, I always that was the norm. Twenty-five to thirty-three thousand dollar profit uh, on the markup is usually the norm. So that's definitely what you should be shooting for. But I do know dealers that will run you know vehicles at a four to five hundred dollar markup and just to do an incredible amount of volume. But uh, you know, you can also add several aftermarket products that can substantially increase your profits on the sale of every single motor vehicle. There are many ways to supplement the income of your dealership. You can you can really offer a very large variety of dealer aftermarket products that you that are going to benefit you. And these products that we're going to talk about here are going to benefit your customers as well. So, you know, after you've come to an agreed selling price for that vehicle, really your work has just begun. So you're going to want to try to increase your profit margin on each vehicle by offering your customers, you know, maybe you're looking at dealer warranties, upholstery protection, uh, you know, some dealers still offer rust protection, but we'll talk about that because some states actually prohibit that vehicle deliver delivery, other aftermarket product products, which are going to add additional value to your customer's vehicle after the purchase. But before I go into these, you know, I really want you to be aware these products I'm getting ready to show you are for reference only. You definitely need to check with your state law and see if these aftermarket products are uh, allowed in your state or not. And as I said earlier, state laws are definitely, uh, they vary greatly from state to state. So you can do aftermarket products, uh, you know, later on, uh, later on in some of our future live streams, we're going to delve into offsite shows, offsite sales, how to negotiate trading credits. Uh, we're also going to talk about some of these future live streams on every Friday of how to set monthly sales goals. Okay. This might, might sound elementary, but uh, really if you set monthly sales goals for your dealership, and try to achieve those goals, uh, you will see a dramatic increase in your income by setting goals. So we'll talk about that later on 
And in next week, I want to remind you, next week's live, live uh, stream, we're going to talk about pricing strategy. And as I said, there's a lot of psychology involved with pricing strategy. So I definitely want you to be aware of that. So first, you know, there's a couple of things you can do. Now, like I said, once you have sold that vehicle, you know, to me, your work has really just begun. Dealer warranties are something you can look at. You know, you can make a great additional income on each vehicle you sell by offering your customers a warranty. You know, dealer warranties are also going to give your customers additional peace of mind, knowing that they won't face unexpected repair bills. There are so many companies out there that offer outside mechanical warranties on the vehicles you sell. And, you know, I, I use Google. Google's my search engine. So when I say Google, I mean, you can be using Yahoo, Bing, or whatever you're using. So whenever I say that, but you can go to Google, type in dealer warranties. You're going to see a lot of companies right there that will sell, that'll assist you in selling their warranties. If you sell outside mechanical warranties, you know, all warranty work place, all warranty work will take place at a repair shop that's outside another location. So sometimes we call that an outside warranty. So even if you don't have a garage or mechanical ability, you can sell an outside warranty. And so uh, they can take that vehicle to another predetermined mechanical repair shop if you don't have one. So sometimes we call that an outside warranty. You can also offer what's called in-house warranties. So if a customer buys an in-house warranty, the customer can bring that vehicle back to your dealership and have the repairs done at your repair shop, okay? Now you might think dealer warranties are risky, but the warranties you offer can provide excellent profit margins while protecting your customer's investment in that vehicle. You know, all large companies, think about this, uh, Target, Walmart, Best, Best Buy, they all offer warranties on everything they sell. I remember once buying an, an iron, a little iron at a Walmart, and it was like a, it was like seven bucks, and uh, the salesperson wanted to know if I wanted to buy a $2 warranty on it. Well, there is a reason that all of these companies are selling these type of sell service warranties, because service warranties are very profitable while offering your customers protection after the purchase. So you're looking at the profit for yourself and you're also allowing that customer the peace of mind to know that they have, uh, you know, that they have warranty coverage. So these warranties, I mean, they really range dramatically in pricing. They might run from $500 to $1,500 or $3,500 or more. And they're usually going to depend on the length of the dealer warranty and the mechanical failures that they cover and always will uh, entail the mileage of the vehicles as well. So, you know, if you think about this, the chance of a major mechanical malfunction for most vehicles is quite rare, especially something that's newer with lower mileage. If the customer has no problems with the vehicle, then you've just made an extra, you know, a significant, maybe two to $3,000 profit on that vehicle, or maybe a $500 profit. You know, think about this. Uh, you know, when you sell that, let's say you sell a $1,000 warranty that's good for six months, and the customer has absolutely no problems, you know, there's that $1,000 warranty that you either kept in-house or maybe if you're using an outside warranty, then you would uh, be splitting the profits with them, obviously. If the vehicle does have a problem, then your customer is going to have that benefit. Knowing the warranty repair work will take place and they'll normally face no out-of-pocket expenses. So I strongly believe in these. They're great for you. They're great for the customer. Uh, you know, they can definitely give you a great profit potential in addition to the normal vehicle markup that you have on your vehicles. Be sure that the dealer warranty states clearly what type of mechanical issues that are going to be covered. Uh, most dealers are usually only going to be able to sell warranties on vehicles that are less than five years old and substantially less than uh, 100,000 miles. So definitely keep that in mind. 
You know, there's so many other products. You know, some of these may or may not be good for you. You definitely need to explore some of them, but you can offer upholstery, upholstery protection. Uh, we don't offer upholstery protection as much as we used to, but you can make additional income by providing upholstery protection on the vehicles that you sell. After the sale, you know, you can charge anywhere from, you know, $200 to $500 for upholstery protection. Uh, before the customer takes possession of the vehicle, you can take it in your service garage and spray commercial upholstery protection chemical on it. Uh, you can be able to purchase, you can probably purchase a large can of some type of commercial upholstery protection, you know, for under $30 or $40. And, you know, this service can provide your customer uh, a great interior protection that excellent, it adds excellent value to the vehicle. It's got an incredible um, profit market for you and can really add large numbers to your bottom line. Rust protection. Now, rust protection like upholstery protection can be very profitable for your dealership. But, but you, uh, before I talk about this, I really want you to be aware, rust protection is prohibited in some states. So you definitely wanna make sure that rust protection is still allowed. So you definitely, uh, before you ever charge, or any of these, not just uh, rust protection, but upholstery protection or document fees we'll talk about here in a little bit, you need to make sure they are legal in your state, okay? Uh, some states strictly prohibit rust protection, and some states prote uh, some states actually prohibit rust protection from being advertised. But uh, if you if your state does allow you to do rust protection, you can purchase a, co a commercial rust protection chemical design just for dealers that you can spray on the frame of the vehicle to prevent future rust. And you can find commercial vehicle dealer rust protection in a container that's going to cost around fifty dollars, and you can charge your customer, you know. 200, maybe $500. And, you know, there are some lending companies that allow these aftermarket products to be applied straight into the loan. So check with your third-party lender and we will be doing live streams to show you how to hook up with a third-party lender uh, later uh, in the future, okay? Rust protection is a great selling tool to the customer since it's gonna add to the vehicle value and uh, the customer can decide to resell that vehicle, then they're gonna know that it has that rust protection and they can, they can pass that information on to future buyers. But I want to really reiterate, be sure to check your state's law, law regarding rust protections, okay? Now, here's another way to make money, delivery charges. Now, don't rule out delivery of the vehicles and charging for the delivery to increase your profits. Now, before we talk about this, things have obviously dramatically changed, and a lot of dealers are really promoting home delivery of vehicles. But I still want you to be aware, you see all these large companies now, they're saying, hey, you know, buy your vehicle online and we'll deliver it to you. Almost every state in the country does require a dealer's retail sales activity to only take place at the license location, okay? So I want you to be very aware. It is more than likely going to be illegal in your state for you to take a vehicle and show it to someone at their home, okay? That's normally going to be illegal. Almost every state strictly prohibits this. So how do these companies do this? How do they advertise, we'll bring the vehicle to your dealership or to your home, excuse me? Well, normally that customer has already purchased that vehicle. So they can go online, purchase the vehicle, get their loan. And once the vehicle's purchased, then the state's going to allow that dealer to deliver that vehicle to the home. And they'll usually give like a three to five day buyback guarantee. I, I can almost guarantee you, no matter what state you live in, it is illegal to just take your vehicle and show it at a customer's lo uh, a home location or a non-licensed location. They call that curbing your vehicle for sale. And I know that there are dealers that have lost their license. Many dealers have lost their license here in the last year because they hear all these ads of other dealers showing vehicles at homes. Well, those other dealers legally aren't showing the vehicle at home. They're selling the vehicle and then they offer a home delivery. So keep this in mind, check your state laws on that. 
but a lot of customers are going to expect a free delivery. But, you know, when you're selling vehicles online, don't rule out, you know, a charging for a delivery, especially if it's a substantial amount of miles. I mean, if you're going to, del I mean, you're almost going to have to get free delivery in your local area. I think most customers are going to expect that. But if you sold a car on eBay or something like that, uh, or your own website, and let's say the customer lives, you know, 300 miles away, you can definitely figure out what it costs in gas at two to $300 to the price. And then, uh, you know, that can add up to your bottom line. So, uh, you know, if your customer doesn't want to pay a delivery fee, you can certainly negotiate this down to a lower price, you know, during the negotiation process. Here's another way to make money, vehicle preparation fees. Once again, you want to check with your local state regulatory agency to make sure they are legal. Many dealers include dealer preparation fees right on the bill of sale and the invoice. <clears throat> you know, you might be able to charge that customer for the basic cleaning and repairs that it costs you to prepare that vehicle for sale. If your customer does not want to pay these fees, you know, <clears throat> you can certainly drop the vehicle price, uh, you know, but just make sure that you do disclose all charges thoroughly to your customer and make sure you do contact your state's dealer license regulatory bureau to make sure vehicle preparation fees are allowed in your state. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next, as you see there on the screen, this is a, uh, a way you can dramatically increase your profits, and that's with document preparation or document processing fees. Now, before we talk about this again, every state, every state in the United States has different laws that regulate document preparation and document processing fees. Some states are very strict, and they absolutely prohibit any type of document preparation or processing fees. So some states might require you call this an administrative fee or something like that, because some states only allow licensed attorneys to charge what are known as document preparation fees. OK, so do please keep that in mind. Now, with that being said, once you've established that your state does allow you to charge document preparation or processing fees, these can be extremely profitable and they can really, really add your add to your bottom line, you know, uh, on every transaction. A document preparation fee is a fee that's basically charged to the customer, you know, for completing all their title application paperwork or maybe even completing a loan application or preparing documents. And some states require you file sales reports. So, uh, you know, it basically allows you to cover some of the costs for that vehicle, motor vehicle transaction. So document fees must be completed as per your state dealer licensing requirements. And document fees uh, can really range. Some states set limits on them. Some states will allow, I mean, there are states like that I train in that allow either a $250 document fee or 10% of the vehicle price. Uh, another state I train in allows you to charge up to $500. Another start state I uh, train in requires no maximum limit. You could charge a two or $3,000 document fee. I mean, that's going to uh, throw up some red flags when you get to the table and start negotiating. You know, if you say uh, the vehicle on the lost $2,000 and then you try and charge them another $2,000 document fee. But, uh, uh, you know, dealers charge these, you know, and they can really add to the bottom line. Now, one thing I want you to be aware of, I always recommend that you always shoot for a two to $3,000 profit on every vehicle sale. You know, that's what I always recommend. In fact, what I had, I had a habit. I kind of got to the point, a, a system that worked very well for me when I'd go to the dealer auctions, I would stand in the lease return lane. And that kind of became my, my niche, you know, or niche, whatever you call it, in the lease return lane. So let's say, for example, I bought an off-lease car, maybe a little Toyota Corolla or something like that. And let's say if, if I bought if I bought that for 9500 
or 9,000, I would always try and mark it up by about 4,000 to maybe maybe 12,995 or 13,995. And, and as you'll find out in one of our future live streams, we're going to talk about the importance of psychology in pricing your vehicles. Nines are, you got to price, you got to put nines in your vehicle. Nines seem to uh, make a customer think they're paying a lower price. So that's why you want to always have nines. So what I would do, if I bought a vehicle in the lease return lane for, let's just say $9,000, I'd mark it up to 12,995, you know, and I'd always mark it up a, a, a little ways above blue book. So a lot of times customers will come in with their blue book and they'll say, well, listen, I see you got this price of 12,995 and I'm not going to give you a penny over, over uh, $12,000 because that's the blue book. I'm not giving you a penny over blue book. And, you know, well, you know, if I just bought that at the auction for 9,000 or 9,500 and I can sell it on the lot for 12,000, I'm probably going to go ahead and close that deal. I probably go back with a quick counter, but uh, you definitely need to be prepared to. I, I always, I always recommend shooting for at least a two to three thousand dollar profit or more, and always be ready to negotiate substantially. You know, and with that being said, you know there are still going to be times you take that vehicle back and sell it at the dealer auction for less than what you paid. Not, it's very rare. That is definitely not the norm. You know, but, but you know there could be an occasion where maybe you bought this vehicle at a dealer auction, let's say for four four thousand dollars, and you got it marked up to forty nine ninety five, and then the the customer negotiates you down and you're only netting a $500 profit. That's not, that's not very uh, common, but it can, but just think about it on a $500 profit on a profit this small, you know, let's say a $250 document preparation fee would definitely add some money to the, to the profit there. So, you know, although document preparation fees can add handsomely to your bottom line, these charges often lead to questions from the purchaser. You know, many, many customers are going to refuse to pay a document fee. So, I want you to be really aware, though, uh, you know, if you are a dealer that's charging document fees, you want to make sure that you don't waive the document fee. I want to repeat that. If you are a document fee charging dealer, you want to make sure that you never waive that document fee, because I've read several cases throughout the United States where we'll have a dealer that, uh, you know, charges one customer a document fee, charges the next customer a document fee. And then the third customer says they're not going to pay that document fee. So they waive it. Well, guess what? This gives legal and financial recourse to all the previous customers that were charged those additional fees. So what I'm getting at here, if you are going to be a document fee charging dealer, you want to set the one fee that you're charging absolutely every single customer as per your state law. And you're going to charge that document fee to every single customer. And now if you have a customer says, hey, I'm not paying no document fee, I would recommend never waive that fee. I would recommend lower the price of that vehicle to where it equals the same, but you don't waive your document fee because I have read multiple cases where dealers waive a document fee for one customer and the previous customers find out they were charged additional fees. That gives the previous customers legal and financial recourse against your dealership and they will win every one of those cases. So if you are going to charge a document fee, you're going to charge a document fee on every single sale. You don't, I, I recommend not waiving it because that can definitely uh, add to legal recourse uh, from your customer. So, you know, before you consider charging document fees, you got to talk to your state dealer license bureau and make sure it is legal in your state. But, you know, I often get asked when I'm giving my my classes, and, and, and as I said several times, I travel, uh, I give in-class training. The majority of what I do is online, uh, you know, at dealertraining.org. We have all of our training programs there. Or even if you're getting your license in, in Texas or California or Ohio or New Mexico, I mean, we are an approved provider for those states. and You can take that training online as well. But so many times when I'm in a class, uh, you know, someone will someone will say, you know, we're making all this money on that markup. Is it really ethical to charge a document fee? Well, the way I look at it, 
you are, if you're a licensed dealer or you're, or you're getting your dealer's license, you are getting your dealer's license to make as much money as you possibly can. I know that's why you're getting a dealer's license because you want to make as much money as you possibly can. And what you're also going to find out when you get your dealer's license, you're going to pay fees every single time you buy a vehicle at a dealer auction. You're going to pay fees every single time you sell a vehicle at a dealer auction. Uh, you know, you're going to have to pay for dealer surety bonds, dealer leases, de and things like that. So you have a lot of costs. And if you think about this, everyone, if you are selling, let's just say, for example, 20 or 30 vehicles a month with a document fee on every single one of those vehicles, you are really going to see this adding up to your profits. So uh, I definitely recommend considering this, you know, uh, but you just have to make sure that you are compliant with your state law. So another thing you might consider loan points. Uh, you know, this really is going to be dependent upon what lender that you're using. So some banks, some third-party lenders allow you to add points on every vehicle loan that you originate. Now, it's very much dependent upon your third-party lender, your bank, and your state law as well. Some states prohibit this. I want to I want to make sure you're very aware. Some states do prohibit this, okay? So if your lender allows you to charge points, each point equals about 1% of the loan balance. So if you were legally able to add four points on a $10,000 loan, then you could profit by an extra $400. So, but you want to make sure and contact your banker, your third party lender, and see if they allow your dealership to add loan origination points. And what I really want to stress to you here, uh, if you're in one state and your third party lender is located in another state, you want to make sure that third party lender is complying with your state, you know, because uh, in my classes, uh, some most states require you possess a title at the time of the sale. Well, you could have some third-party lender that says, no, uh, uh, we keep the titles. You can't have them. And all of a sudden, these third-party lenders that are in other states are requiring dealers to break state laws in certain states. So you want to make sure if you are using a third-party lender, especially one that's located in another state than yours, you want to make sure that they are complying with your state law. So you've got to make sure that this is uh, allowed in your state. So, you know, you need to decide whether or not you're going to offer these uh, aftermarket products. And first thing you got to do is make sure they're legal. As I said, some dealers may not feel right to make such a large profit on these aftermarket accessories, but it is your choice. And uh, you are always going to have several costs associated with your dealership. So I, as I've always said, the markup on your vehicle is definitely going to be the biggest part of your profits on every single uh, sale. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I think you should definitely consider uh, taking a look at some other profit strategies as well. So do please keep that in mind. Hey, just to give you an idea, you know, we I, I've been training dealers uh, in a classroom environment for over 15 years. I operate my own very profitable dealership as well. And I've taken all that information that is on our dealer training course. So if you decide to take the dealer training course, it's going to have show you how to get your license. It talks about ethics, integrity, goes over advertising law, dealer bonds, dealer insurance. I always wanted to let you know, getting your dealer's license in Texas, we're approved by the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles. So you can go to texasdealers.com. Uh, also, if you are getting your license in California, you can go to californiadealer.com. We are approved by the state of Ohio. You can go to ohiodealer.com, missouridealer.com for Missouri dealers, New Mexico for New Mexico. But right there, that's our main website, dealertraining.org that you see there at the bottom. So uh, hopefully that'll be helpful for you. Hey, we're going to talk about some sales profits and strategies uh, later on next week, we're going to talk about pricing methods next week on our Friday live stream. I hope this is helpful for you. And please leave comments. If you're watching the rebroadcast of this later on, please leave your comments uh, down below. I do my very best to 
uh, answer every single comment that comes in. So I will certainly do my very best to uh, answer comments for you. And please do leave your comments at any time and uh, on the replay. So I will certainly try and answer those questions for you if you are watching the replay of this live stream. So uh, there we are with dealertraining.org. Hey, I, I really want to encourage you, if you're thinking about getting into this business, this is this is a phenomenal business. You know, I maybe like you, I, I uh, basically procrastinated for years. You know, I was buying and selling vehicles. I'm, gonna, I'm, a, I'm a motorcycle enthusiast. I was heavily involved in buying and selling motorcycles. And I realized that I could get a dealer's license, you know, and uh, it changed my life. It really did. And uh, I've been in this industry for many years and I think it's going to change your life as well. And I've watched, you know, people from the, the worst economic environments, you know, in the worst neighborhoods in the country, get a dealer's license and rise up and basically achieve a new level of prosperity. You know, this license, it allows you to do what you want to do with it. If you want to sell just a few vehicles a year, you can certainly do that. Your state's license is also going to allow you to sell a few thousand vehicles a year. So once you have that license, you just have to make sure that you're following the rules and guidelines because I've, I've and in my experience, I, I, I talk with dealers on the phone every day. You know, I give in-class trainings. Uh, I'm all over the United States. The majority of what we do is online now, but, you know, I talk to so many persons that, you know, if you if you break one little minor law, uh, I don't want to scare you, but I'm letting you know, by taking one of our dealer training courses, we're going to do our very best to show you exactly how to maintain compliance. Uh, so on that dealertraining.org website, you can take the pre-license course that shows you how to get your license. We have a profit strategy course for you, uh, and we have a compliance course. The compliance course really delves into law. There are three different courses there that you'll have the opportunity to take, and uh uh, just read the reviews. You can read the reviews there at dealertraining.org. So thank you for being here today. I want to welcome you to the world's greatest business. Uh, please think about going forward. If you don't have your license, you definitely need to take the steps that are necessary and get your license. I've never talked to someone that said they ever regretted getting a dealer's license. The only regrets I ever talked to someone who is who's uh, possibly procrastinated and didn't get their license when they wish they would have gotten it a lot earlier. So thank you very much. Hey, we're going to be here every Friday doing the live stream every Friday morning at 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Mountain, and 7 o'clock Pacific. So you'll be able to watch these at dealertraining.org. You'll also be able to watch them on our Facebook. That's Facebook Dealer Training or YouTube Dealer Training. So, hey, thank you very much. I sure appreciate you uh, being here today. And if you're watching the replay of the live stream, please leave your comments below, and I'll do my very best to help you get into this incredible business. Thank you very much. And I want to wish you the very best.